Hey there, it's Dr. Dave. Welcome to Microdose U. I've got another great lightning round for you, which means I'm going to be answering a bunch of your questions in a fairly quick format, and we'll get right into it. So glad you're here today. You're listening to Microdose U Radio on the world's famous KMDU FM Salt Lake City. Watch this. Watch this. Hey there. How are you? Welcome back. Dr. Dave, Microdose U, thank you so much for your great questions you've been sending in. And the more questions you send in, the more we can answer, the more of these lightning rounds we can do. So appreciate you being here. Let's get right into it. Just real quickly, I just want to point out again that there are four important links in the show notes that every single one of you that's listening needs to go to see those links. One of them is a link to my e-newsletter. And when you sign up for that, you're entered in our drawing for a beautiful blank magic mushroom covered journal. It's the same one that I use every day. And I get a lot of compliments on this thing. And not only that, our Facebook group, private Facebook group, where you can ask any questions other than where do I get magic mushrooms? You can ask any questions and we will all answer these questions for you in between podcast episodes. And when you get into that, the link is in the show notes. Also, the passphrase it's going to ask you for is simply free pass. Okay, let's get into today's show. Got a few really good questions. Patricia is asking, and I'm going to reword this just a tiny, tiny bit just to make it a little bit easier to understand. But Patricia did a bunch of LSD, mescaline, and mushrooms in her late teens and 20s. And Patricia is wondering whether, having done these psychedelics years ago, not trying to get a conscious outcome, like not trying to rewire brain for depression or anxiety, but did it happen anyway? Did the people that did psychedelics a long time ago, do their brains get rewired and they don't have any types of problems with mental health issues? And are they a lot kinder? Patricia, you know, it's, it's a question I think about all the time. Because theoretically, if what we're teaching is correct, if it holds true, then anybody that's done psychedelics in the past does not have to worry about mental health issues like depression and anxiety and PTSD. They, they've all melted away because their brains have been rewired. Is, is it quite that easy? Well, I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I don't necessarily think it's quite that easy because, you know, if somebody does one dose or several doses of psychedelics and then years go by and decades go by and theoretically yet yeah, brains are rewired yeah theoretically but you know also the human brain is constantly changing and evolving depending on environmental situations and of course physical situations you know there's so many variables that go into our health and our bodies every single day that i can't promise you nor do i even think that having done psychedelics many 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 years ago is and the brain got rewired, is it still going to hold true? I mean, no, I, I probably not. That's, that's my guess. And, and, you know, yeah, we talk about how magic mushrooms will rewire the brain. And once it's rewired, it's better than any kind of pharmaceutical because pharmaceuticals you have to take every single day and they sometimes work and sometimes don't work. And taking magic mushrooms or consuming magic mushrooms, you know, it rewires. So you don't have to worry about taking them every day. And, and once it's rewired, it's rewired. Yeah. But you know, okay. I will share this with you that magic mushrooms for mental health issues is they are far superior than pharmaceuticals because let's face it, you're taking an antidepressant pharmaceutical, whether it's Lexapro or Prozac or whatever it might be. It, it, they work 
while you're taking them. But as soon as you stop, and as soon as this medication is out of your system, you know, that could take a few weeks, then you're back to square one for sure. There's no que- there's no debating. You're back. It doesn't cure anything. Whereas the mushrooms do cure. They rewire. They change your neuroplasticity. However, I will argue that your neuroplasticity and your brain function is always changing. So again, depending on what's going on in your life and, and what you're going through and, and even yeah, physical and environmental and, and mental issues that are, that are taking place with you, it may not last forever. So yeah, I mean, maybe my thought process is at least several times per year, you need to dose and make sure that everything is still holding up. And I, I call that kind of a booster dose, you know, whatever, a maintenance dose, because in my opinion, I think that's probably what we need to do. I'm not of the opinion that you can take one large dose or two large doses and you're good for the rest of your life. Some people say that. I, I, I'm not so sure I believe that. And again, I'm, I'm going by my thought process, by anecdotal stories I hear, but I, I just don't think that's the case. So I think to summarize, I think the people that have taken psychedelics back, you know, in the 60s and 70s and, and during the, you know, like the peace movement and the hippie movement and Woodstock and all that, I think back then... They were rewired. Think about all that peace and love. They were rewired. But over years and decades, I think that things do change again. And you need you need to either microdose or macrodose to keep that going. I, that, that's, again, total conjecture. That's just what I think. I don't think anything lasts forever. Look, look, look you can have a medical procedure done, something that is uh, seemingly permanent. Like, I'm just totally making this up but let's just say you get like a new um like a heart transplant like a brand new heart Uh, is that guaranteed forever for life to to never never go bad or never never need any kind of maintenance no no i mean it's depending on your lifestyle depending on what you're doing depending on how you're treating it everything it's a human body everything can change everything can go bad so i don't know if that was a good example or not but i don't think there's just one thing you can do like one dose or several doses and then good for the rest of your life. I, I just, I just don't think so. So that's my answer. Long winded maybe, but that's still my answer and I'm sticking to it. Thanks, Patricia. Okay. Next question. I don't even know if there's a name on this one. Let's see. Maybe, maybe no name. I don't see any, but that's okay. We don't need names. We're just going to read the questions and answer them anyway. Dr. Dave, thanks for everything you do for us. I started microdosing a few months ago because I tend to suffer from social anxiety, especially when going to the office. Everything has been amazing so far. I was so happy to finally find something that took care of the feeling of anxiety that I've been struggling with for at least six years. But last night, I had a terrible night's sleep. I woke up at 3 a.m., felt a bit anxious, couldn't fall asleep again. So I decided to wake up, shower, and get to the gym and carry on with my day. You know, when you can't sleep, what else do you do? You take a shower and go to the gym, right? (laughs) I love it. I love it. I microdosed 0.15 milligrams, but I think that's wrong. There's... That wouldn't be 0.15. That would be 0.15 grams. I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and correct this because... 0.15 0.15 milligrams. No, that just wouldn't be, that wouldn't be anything. So remember, let go. Okay. Go back and list everybody. Go back and listen to my episode, my recent episode on how to convert milligrams to grams and back, because I don't want to see you making these mistakes. It could be, these mistakes can be very dangerous 
if you're ordering something and you and you you can't convert properly. So please make sure you listen to that or re-listen to it and make sure you know how to convert back and forth. But so I'm going to reread this 0.15 grams, which would be how many milligrams? Pop quiz. 0.15 grams. How many milligrams is that? If you said 150, 150 milligrams, ding, 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 you are correct. And again, this person says that 0.15 grams of penis envy is their normal dose. And they went to the office. About one hour later, I started feeling really bad and had to leave the office. The symptoms appeared to be similar to a panic attack. Approximately three hours later, I started feeling normal again. I wonder if the mushroom could have contributed to that situation. I'm really sad and I don't want to stop microdosing, but I'm also nervous that this can happen again. Should I only microdose if I'm having a good day? And should I avoid it on the days that I'm not feeling my best? Once again, thanks for everything you do. Well, it's first of all, I'm really sorry that you had this, this issue. Um, remember, 0.15 grams of penis envy mushroom is roughly, if we double that, roughly 0.3 of a um, golden teacher. It's a high-end microdose. So I don't know exactly why this happened to you that day. I, I'm just not sure, and I feel really bad because, you know, we're, we're all human. Anything can happen. There, there's nothing that's bulletproof. There's, there's no way I could even ever say to you, if you take a microdose, I guarantee you'll never have an anxiety attack for the rest of your life. I, I, I just can't say it. I can't say that. However, I can say a few things. Number one, please do not stop microdosing because you, you told me up until now it was working great and you feel and you feel better and it's taking care of anxiety that you've been struggling with for six years and i've always talked about yeah you know there's a possibility of having a bad day here and there depending on how long you've been microdosing you're you're it yes it is possible you can have a bad day thrown in there nothing is 100 percent. and you took 0.3 roughly 0.3 equivalent equivalent of cubensis so one thing you can do is take a tiny bit less next time. See how you feel before you take it. Uh, but I certainly would not stop microdosing. No, this, is, this has helped you. It's been helping you. Why would you ever want to stop? Let's look at this as a one-off. And I also think the more you microdose and the longer you microdose, I should say the longer, not the more, but the longer you microdose, the less frequent these types of situations are going to be. I remember even like, let me think, probably a year and a half ago. So I'd already been microdosing over a year. But I remember a year and a half ago, I, I dosed. We were on, I remember this because we were on an RV trip. And we went into like a, a Mexican restaurant. And I had just taken a microdose. And for some reason, I felt my heart beating out of my chest. I, I felt very anxious. And I didn't know what to do about that. But as it turned out, it, it was a one-off. It was, it was a weird situation. It happened. I can't explain why it happened, but it happened. I don't think it's ever happened again. But I certainly never said to myself, should I just stop microdosing? No. It was bad. I felt really weird, but it was bad. It went away, and it didn't come back. So the longer we do this, the longer we microdose, um, I think these are going to be fewer and further between. Does that make sense? Fewer and further? Is that, a, is that a phrase? Fewer? I think so fewer and further between. Yeah, I think that I'm going to go with it. It sounds good anyway. 
they're just not going to happen as often. Let's, let's say it that way. So again, I didn't catch a name, but I'm sorry it happened. Continue your microdosing. Be careful your dosage. Know how to convert between grams and milligrams. And guess what? You're going to be okay. Jason. Jason asks me if microdosing rewires your brain and you have been doing it for two and a half years, why did you feel the need to take some Valium to Japan? And why did you, you needed to take it when you were in Japan one time as referenced in your podcast? Keep up the good work. Jason, first of all, thank you so much for your question and your encouragement. I'm going to answer. It's a great question. And if some of you don't know, if you didn't listen to the episode, I went to Japan for three, close to three to four weeks a couple months ago. And in Japan, there it's highly, highly illegal to bring mushrooms in. And if you get caught, you're going to go to jail, most likely. So I, I didn't want to take any kind of chance. There's zero, zero chance I would take doing that and getting locked up in a Japanese jail. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. So, of course, I had a little concern. If for some reason I do start to feel anxious in Japan over the three to four weeks I was there, what am I going to do? So I took a tiny bit of Valium with me just in case, because I wanted to have something in my toolbox here. So if something happened, whatever it would be, I would have be covered. And I couldn't, I couldn't use plant medicine there because again, I don't want to end up in jail. So I took, I took a few little Valium tablets with me. Now, as Jason stated, I did tell you that in my pot, in my podcast, I said that the first day I was there, the first day, now remember, I just traveled 13 hours or so to get to Japan. We got there. It was a really hot day. My phone stopped working. My, my eSIM card failed and, and, and I, I, I couldn't do anything on my phone. So that was, I was seriously stressed out because imagine landing in a foreign country and you can't even use your phone. Like nothing was working. And then add to that, it was hot as hell. And Yoko and I were pressed for time because we had to get, we had to get our luggage and get in, into two different buses to get to an area that we had to get. And we were, we were crunched for time. It was terrible. So yeah, I, I started feeling a little bit under the gun, a little bit, just not perfect because nothing was going my way. <laughs> nothing was going my way. And I figured, you know, I brought this Valium with me. I, 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 I don't really need it, but I'm going to take one just because I don't want to start this trip off on a bad note and then have it compound and get worse and worse and worse. So I figured if I can nip this in the bud, nip this feeling of anxiety in the bud, I'm going to go ahead and take a little, little piece of Valium for sure. Now, Jason asked a legitimate question. Magic mushrooms are supposed to rewire the brain. And so why did I ever even feel like this to begin with? You know, Jason, it's the same thing I answered in the last, I think the last question or two questions ago, because we're human and things happen and nothing's perfect. And as good as every day is, and I mean really good, I think I just got myself into a little bit of a downward spiral situation where my brain rewiring didn't quite cover it 100%. And that's what I knew. I just wanted to go ahead and take a diazepam and get the trip started in the right direction and then never have to do it again. And that's actually, as it turned out, it was, it was totally fine after that. I, um, we did a lot of stuff in Japan that normally in the past would have made me anxious being out with people for long periods of time, staying over, you know, at somebody's house for like a good part of the day in the past, I could never do that. I'm, I'm I never like to do things that long and, and I would get very anxious, but I didn't get anxious. So I would say the mushrooms are definitely helping, but 
I guess nothing is like 100% guaranteed perfect, and that's why I took the Valium, and that's why I used a Valium at the at the first on the first day. And again, I hope this makes sense. Thanks for asking, Jason. Hope that answers your question there. Karen asks. If I want to do a macrodose, do I need to pause my microdosing either before and or after my macro? Hey, great question. Great question. I, I just I was just on the phone um, a little while ago today, actually, with um, a client that I'm helping out with going going through. You know, I, I do I do have some private clients that I do Zoom meetings with and or talk to them on the phone, and I work with them, and they they're able to ask me any questions. And she asked me the exact same question. She was going to be taking up doing a macro um, in a couple of weeks, and she so she asked me whether um, she needs to stop microdosing before and if it's okay to microdose start her microdosing regimen right after. And my answer is this: my answer is I would stop microdosing at least three to four days before a macro just to just to reset and get that tolerance break i would do that three to four days or so before a macro and then after the macro you're not going to want to microdose right away because you're going to have such a great afterglow feeling for quite some time after the macro dose i would say keep in your mind that you probably want to wait a week or so before you even start your microdosing regimen again now there's no right or wrong and you can microdose right away but i say see how you feel and you should be feeling great for quite some time after a macro, so you don't really have to rush back into the micro. But do it as you feel. Do it when you want to resume again. Resume again and again. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But you're gonna, ha- you're gonna see. You're gonna have some really good, glowing effects from the macro dose. So, that's my answer and that's my recommendation. Hey guys, thank you so much for these questions. I want you to keep them coming in because I love doing these lightning rounds because they go fast and i'm able to answer a bunch of questions at one time and there's no filler not hey look we don't have filler anyway on this on this show i like i like to give you only what's important but these episodes go a little bit longer because i try to ask answer you know several questions on each episode and i think it helps out a lot and helps the people that are asking the questions obviously because they get more questions answered so i'm gonna end class for today Oh, yeah, there's the bell. End class for the day. And I love you guys so much. It's it's so it's such an experience and, and it's so heartwarming to turn on this mic and talk to you. Yes, you. I see you. I feel you. I see you're there and I feel your energy. Until next time, I am Dr. Dave. This is Microdose You. <laughs>